When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Turning to entertainment news. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Everything you need to know from the world of entertainment and pop culture. Heard at the top of every hour on My Talk 1071. And, and what have you learned? Learn. You can now um, stay in Bella Swan's house from Twilight on Airbnb. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah, it's the home they used in the movie. It's located in St. Helens, Oregon. Not Forks, Washington, where the, the movies were set. Um, the five-bedroom house, it's been decorated to look like it did in the Twilight movies. Oh, complete with, smart. Oh, yeah. Complete with cardboard <laughs> cutouts of Bella. Oh. Kristen Stewart and Jacob Taylor Lautner that oh. watch you while you sleep. How creepy. I don't nice. know if I would like that. <laughs> um, you want to guess how much it costs to oh. stay there per night? Uh, let's see. Five bedrooms. Okay. Um, so you get the whole house. $200 a night. Nope, it's a little bit more than that. It's three hundred and thirty per night. Three thirty per night. Okay, well, but still, hey. if you're a super fan, like oh. if I could stay in Laura Palmer's. Wait a minute, that's a super creepy experience. Yeah, <laughs> in her like, room. Where would you be? Oh <laughs> God, if the oh man, that would be terrifying. Um, You'd still do it though, right? <laughs> I would do it. You know, I'm I'm a ghost hunter, so it's not like in plus. Uh, Twin Peaks isn't real, so yeah, and a super fan. Yeah, exactly. So, but no, seriously, I would do that as a part of an experience. You get to stay there all night. Yes, oh, cool. Yeah, if you're if you are a Twilight fan, this could be yeah. it for you. Yes. Okay, Jason Momoa, he's doing his part to make the world a better place. He spent time with children from the Make a Wish Foundation. Oh, uh, these are some of his youngest fans, and they're dealing with critical illnesses. Uh, he shared these moments on Instagram. Um, and it, this is his first time that he's made an appearance for this organization. So it's always great whenever um, celebrities take time out of their busy schedule to do these things. Yeah, oh, sure. especially for kids who maybe want to be Aquaman. Oh, or, yeah. How exciting um, is that? Right. To have him walk in the room. Oh, oh my gosh. Oh, he's such a lovable guy. You just want to squeeze him, don't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I get cute aggression for J- Jason Momoa. Oh, I know. Uh, Lil Nas X may uh, have to get off his high horse <laughs> following the success of old town road he's being sued for 25 million for alleged song theft oh no uh, oh god what this happens with a lot of people a california yeah. music publisher says that little nas x took part of bobby caldwell's carry on song and i don't know what mm. song that is for his own song with the same name okay he then posted the song on youtube and various streaming platforms so you can check that out if you're a big uh, fan of Little Nas X, which he has the number one song uh, out there on the country charts, Old Town Road, and see if it's similar and if you feel like he stole the music. Yeah, it's mm. all based on what's written down on the sheet music and 
Ooh, yeah, I guess if it sounds the same, but man, you know so what? Do you you have to have the, the you have to have the actual written. Well, I guess that's yep. easy to. Yeah, that's probably yeah the do. easiest way to yeah really compare it. Sure, but I mean, if you're that that would be great avenue of law to go through go go down oh, that road because sure. this happens all the time. It does happen all the time. All right, that's yeah. the latest dirt. You can find more uh, on our app and mytalk1071.com. Talk dirt alerts at the top of every hour and at 820, 1220, and 520 on My Talk 107.1. Happy Friday, friends. It's Jason and Alexis in the morning, My Talk 107.1. Jason is in Duluth today for the Jason show, having a good old time up there, eating Uh some good food and seeing all the cool things that Duluth has to offer. Don McLean, hey girl, hey. Hey girl, hey. We're holding down the fort today. Yes, we are. Yes, having a fun Friday. Hope you guys are having a great day so far. It's going to be a beautiful day. Yeah, we have some thunderstorms in the forecast, but you know what? That's okay. Yeah. It's going to be great. It's going to okay. be great. Oh, is it going to be windy? Because this skirt is real flowy. Oh, <laughs> I don't think it, well, maybe when it starts later this, it's later this morning when there's going to be some thunder. Pretty much. Oh, yeah, yes. God. Just, you know. I almost wore shorts under this because I thought, Alexis does that. Always. I never thought of doing that. And then you're like, I always wear shorts under my dresses. (laughs) That's a good idea. Yeah, just some little biker shorts. It doesn't have to be Spanx or anything. Just something to... Yeah, something. It feels better. We can get you a big rubber band and put that around the the hem of your skirt. (laughs) You're going to be a great mom. Should we try that? All these DIY solutions. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, this is one of those really... It's a very flowy... You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I mean, it will just blow right up. I've had it happen. Ooh, okay. Well, we'll just have to... Oh, I'll troubleshoot that later. Okay, yeah, yeah. We'll, yeah. we'll figure out a way. Don't worry. <laughs> there will be a way, uh, even if we have to walk with the blanket around you. <laughs> Thank we, you. We got you. Don't worry, girl. <laughs> uh, so, Game of Thrones, yeah. the writers, we know they're leaving mm-hmm. um, HBO. And the now, the writers and the showrunners... Because there's a whole nother project too with Star Wars. Yeah, these are that. Those are the showrunners. Now the writers might be leaving. Yes, HBO. Yeah. So David Benioff and DB Weiss, they're the writers of Game of Thrones. Of course, they have a whole team of people that write under them. Right. <laughs> don't be. Don't think they're writing all of that every week. But <laughs> um, so they. Um, Actually, it's them. They it were is the same guys. They were. They have now moved on to the Star Wars trilogy. Oh, so okay. it's the same people. Yeah. Okay. Um. So, so now it's sort of they're kind of known as bad writers. They're synonymous well, with that bad, last season. I yeah. I was just talking about this last night with my daughter. It was her birthday yesterday, and we were talking about oh, Game yeah. of Thrones. Did she have a good day? Oh yeah, she had a great day. Oh, yeah, good. she just got back from a tattoo convention. But anyway, oh, so fun. <laughs> so anyway, um, they are itching to ink this new deal with a streaming network, and word on the street is that they have. Um, have been shopping around who they're going to go to. So Netflix has had meetings with them. Disney FX, their, their streaming oh, service, yeah. Disney Plus, and Amazon Studios. They are asking for $200 million to lock them in. Wow, for other projects. To just exclusively be with them for a, a certain amount of time or certain amount of projects. Two hundred million. Wow, each. <laughs> oh, I bet they're getting a hundred million each. But wow, um, it's it's surpassing what uh, Lisa Joy and Jonah Nolan they write for Westworld, and they make a hundred and fifty million. 
together as a team. Wow. Which is incredible. Can you oh my gosh. Um, Ooh, I, I can't wait for Westworld to come back too. That's oh a whole God, other thing. Love it. Um, but you know what? They probably could get that then. Yeah, they probably could. Uh, I, I think that, you know, people are going to have a problem with any way that a series ends. Yeah. Uh, you know, and HBO recently, like the last couple of days has spoken out about how they didn't consider ever, even though there were so many signatures to redo the final season. You can't win that battle. No, I mean, I, it's just like you have to accept. You know, people want everything customized for them now. So, listen, I didn't really like the way things weren't wrapped up. It felt too rushed. I felt like Jon Snow's storyline and who he really was really needed to be. That was the biggest reveal of the whole series. Yep. And they just acted like they didn't even have a moment where they told everyone at the end, like, guess what? He is this. Nope. Right? And some of the characters we've loved since the first episode, it was like, they're, they just died. Yeah. It was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, when it got towards it, it's like the second to last episode, I was like, well, we're never going to see them again because there would be this conversation that was very heartfelt. And I'm like, well, we're never going to see him, yeah. you know. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so 200 million, are they worth it? They just have to accept that shame bell and move along. Yes. And yeah. uh, I think, well, see, with the exception of the last season of Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. they were pretty spot on. They really were, you know, so maybe they can they get they can get in front of people. And it's really what they're paying for is access mm-hmm. to, well, their team, because I mean, yeah. will some of that money go to their team or is that just for them? It's it's for them, but it's also to um, and new include, ideas. it includes overhead costs to set up a production company. Oh, OK, so you're you're talking about not just, hey, this is your paycheck, but it's it's all of that to set up because. They might bring writers from HBO, but mm-hmm. they might not. They might just start over. Fresh. I mean, I bet a lot of people, I bet a lot of them, the writers over there are like, hey, can you I'm take me here, with I'm you? Hey, 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 hey. You know, they're always looking for gigs. It's just one of those things where you can't guarantee that you're going to have a gig after the next one. You know, it's longer gone are the days of old Hollywood studios where, you know, you have a certain actor or a certain writer forever. It mm-hmm. just doesn't happen anymore. Right. So it's just sort of like they're waiting for their next project always. And actors, too. Mm-hmm. They're not signing big deals with the studios no, like they used they, to. Well, they are. Uh, some of them, like Adam Sandler, are with, uh, F- oh, or, with Netflix. Uh, Netflix. But that has more to do with, like, he's creating the entire project. It's yeah. like he's the executive producer of these movies and projects. So it goes Ooh. beyond just acting. All right. Well, yeah. writers get it. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Glad that they keep that open for us to <laughs> explore how much they're making. Yeah. Sometimes it feels a little uncomfortable to know that stuff, but um, hey, that's good. And it gives a lot of hope to other writers, hopefully. That's true. I love the fact that writers are making this much money. Yes. So, yeah. Oh, thank goodness. Uh, speaking of money, Nas, you know, uh, gosh, I haven't, we haven't talked about Nas in... Whew, I can't even remember. But, yeah. you know, if I ruled the world, imagine that. Yeah. Imagine that. That's Nas. I did not nail that. If you did not get it, <laughs> you know, I, I'm sorry about that. But um, anyway, he's fantastic. He sat down uh, for an interview to talk a little bit about, uh, well, you know, his collaborations, his work. And he revealed something. Going on Ooh, we have a really cool print story coming up. It's Jason and Alexis in the morning. My talk 1071, 617. On your Friday, I'm Alexis Don McLean. Hello, good morning. Good morning, Jason's in Duluth. Today he'll be back on Monday. 
Um, but I got to tell you the story about Nas. He sat down for an interview and he was talking about his collaborations. He was talking about his, you know, his work, which is pretty extensive. And one of the things that he revealed is about Prince. He was at his one of his release parties and Nas said, hey, let's do this. Let's do a song together. Mm-hmm. And Prince. Now, tell me, Don, does this sound familiar? Yeah. He says, do you own your masters? Oh, Prince asked Nas. Yeah. And Nas said he didn't. And then Prince says, well, I'm far from it because I owe this label like four or five albums. Uh huh. So he shut him down and said, when you own your masters, yeah, come talk to me. Right. Because he just didn't want to deal with it. He didn't want to nope. make another record with somebody else who doesn't own their songs. Yep. Oh, yeah, that's just a problem. I feel like remember he remember he well he changed his name to a symbol and then he said he felt like a slave to the music business, which sounds familiar now. Yeah, with Taylor Swift and some other examples. But Nas says he really thanked him for that moment. He said he dropped a jewel, kind of helped me with the future, and he says that you know now he makes a conscious effort of making sure that he really owns what he makes so things have really turned around for him and he also said that a lot of people wanted to work with prince michael oh, jackson yeah. he turned michael jackson down wow Can because the same the issue same exact oh, issue my gosh yeah oh boy i remember so. when all of that was going on and it was something we didn't really understand at the time mm-hmm. not like we do now Right. You know, because of social media and how much we're involved in knowing people's business. It yes. was sort of like, oh, he's having problems. I don't know what they are with this label. But, you know, it almost seemed like he was being mm, petty at times. Or or, or we, yeah. oh, gosh, I hate to say that. No, it's true. In, in <laughs> Princess we didn't get it. But at the time, we were like, what's going on now? This is weird. You know, even though I loved Prince, I still was like, didn't really get it. And now I do. Yeah. And totally. how commonplace it is, too. But then again, on the flip side, how are these record labels supposed to? I mean, they have a business to do as well. And exactly. to own people, that's, you know, you can't just give people the opportunity to become artists and then not have anything in return. It's sort of like Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> yeah, it is uh, true. Are, are going to come back later and take your first board, you know? Oh, boy. Yeah. You know what? I have some ownership of different parts of it or. Uh, Anyway. Oh, Nas is really interesting to me. I remember, um, I just looked this up. He was on that Finding Your Roots show oh, on PBS. Yeah. I love that show. Oh, this is a really good one. It was, uh, if you can find it, I'm not sure if it's streaming, but it's um, on, on PBS's website. I think you can go back and watch because I've watched the Great British Bake Off on there. Um, but in October 2014, um, they researched his ancestry, went back five generations. Yeah. His great. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Great, great grandmother is Pocahontas Little. <gasps> she was a slave who was sold for $830. Mm. Uh, and Henry Louis Gates or Louis Gates showed him her bill of sale. Wow. And then uh, who who the man was who bought her. And Nas said that he was going to buy the land where this slave owner lived. <gasps> 
Isn't that oh, cool? Oh, man, I got chills just oh, now. Yeah, and he also had the marriage certificate of his great-great-great-grandmother and great-great-great-grandfather, Calvin. And that was a really cool episode that I'm like, man, I must be a real big nerd because I just love this show. Oh, you know? Well, it's so interesting. You find out so many cool things about, well, I know they're stars, but which probably brings you there in the first place, but just things that they can find. And sometimes, you know, in your own family history, it's like you are told stories and stories are handed down through generations that end up not being true. Mm -hmm. You know, and you're like, oh, wait a minute. And here's the real truth about what happened. That's (laughs) what's so interesting. You're actually Irish. What? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. So, yeah, that's uh, just sort of a little. Cool. I want to check that one out. Yeah. He was also honored, it says here, by Harvard. Um, and they established um, a hip hop fellowship in his name, and it funds scholarships. Oh, cool! Yeah, he's really an interesting oh, character. Yeah, because yeah, there's the reason why they're interviewing him in the first place mm-hmm. um, is that he shares the story of creating Illmatic, um, which is one of his first records off his latest, The Lost Tapes Two. Mm-hmm. So. There's some new music from Nas. Oh, nice. Okay. Pretty cool. Yeah. Now, this reminds you also, too, of, of Rocky. Oh, my gosh, yes. We just talked about this, I what, did, a couple days yeah. ago? Okay, so I was reading this article, I think, in Variety. It was about Sylvester Stallone. He was interviewed that he does not, you know, he created the the character of Rocky. He's the writer uh, and producer of all those movies. Um, and star. and <laughs> it, it's star. Yeah, I mean, it, it belongs to him. Yeah. He does not own the rights to that work. Hmm. And he wants to own it because he says he wants to leave something for his children and grandchildren, mm-hmm. you know, because forever they will have the license to do anything with Rocky. Now, the um, his collaborators and people that do own the rights to Rocky, they're like, I don't know what he's complaining about. He has plenty of money. We've given him money on all of his movies on the back end. You know, he he makes money off of the profits, but not he doesn't solely own the work, though. That's the difference. Yeah. You know, again, and when like he's gone, saying. he's not going to be making any more money off of that because he's going to be dead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Well, you make a good point from before, too, where it's you're not just making this in a in a tube by yourself. You know, yeah. there's the production of it. There's the promotion of it. So. Right. They, I wonder if he can make a are... deal that like, later on his family would still profit. I'm not sure. I know it said something about for the first Rocky or the second one, he made like 125000 That's it. Wow. <laughs> it's like when you think about how little that amount of money is and how that's going to be a movie out there forever and he doesn't own the rights, it's kind of sad. Yeah. It's just, yeah. Well, and to think of your family, too. I mean, think about Graceland. Oh, yeah. And think about, uh, well... Try to think of some other <laughs> um, bigger, bigger franchises where the family has really Michael Jackson's estate. Mm-hmm. You know what makes me Prince. I mean, look at Paisley Park. Oh, you just want it to go to the family. You, I always do. Uh, and when I think about when I see any product out there about Marilyn Monroe with her image on it, I try oh. not to buy it just because she didn't leave any family. Mm-mm. So that has it's just an estate that's involved with her, one of her attorneys in their families that have been passed down, but it's not, I don't know. It just kind of makes me a little, eh. Right. We almost <laughs> need a list of uh, like family owns the rights. Oh yeah. To the to likeness their image. Of their ancestors. Think about all the products out there that have Marilyn Monroe on them. Oh. You guys, it's just like, don't, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And it sounds this conversation still going on with Taylor Swift and Scooter Braun and oh yeah, 
Whew, yeah. Well, if you know, forever, you know, Don, you know, your country music <laughs> album, you know, if it yeah. really takes off, your saddle tramp, then, <laughs> yeah. you know, just just own the rights to all of it, okay? okay? I'll make sure to own the rights. Yeah. Exactly. So that, you yeah. know, future generations, you know. Right. We have Chance the Rapper out there. Yeah. Oh. Speaking of people that own their, I mean, he has, does he have a record label now? But no, he, he he's, he's his own. Yeah, he's still chance the rapper. Yeah, not doing that. Yeah, and that's like was a huge new big deal that he just owns his own music. He put he started out and was underground by himself and just kind of put it out there. Yep, and very popular. It, so yeah. still do. Says like Prince's dream right there. Yeah, see, coming true. Yeah, but again, not many people can do that. No, you know. No. Oh, all right. Well, let's take a break. Here we go. (laughs) Walking Dead. Let's talk about Walking Dead. Uh, The show's going to go on. Uh, We have Andrew Lincoln's new project and Fear of the Walking Dead. Anybody still watching that? (laughs) Yeah. We'll talk about all of that next. Jason and Alexis in the morning on My Talk 107.1. Happy Friday. Is anyone still watching Fear of the Walking Dead? Maybe the bigger question is, is anyone still watching The Walking Dead? (laughs) We know our friend Thesis is. Shout out to Thesis. Yay, Thesis. He's always going to support Walking Dead. Yes. You know what? Me too. I love it. I'm still on that train. I don't care. Oh, welcome back. Jason Alexis in the morning. Don Alexis, hanging out with you this Friday morning, having a... A fun Friday. Yeah. Hopefully you guys all are too. weekend is finally here. Ooh, 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 yeah, we got that weekend feeling. Yes. Ooh, yeah. But yeah, I will always love... Uh, J- so Jace is off today. He's in Duluth. He'll be back on Monday. I... Uh, well, yeah, no matter what, it's kind of like a scandal. It's kind of like revenge. I just... I can't quit you, Walking uh-huh. Dead. I understand. Oh, even with major people leaving the show, Rick... We've got Michonne. She's leaving at the beginning of this upcoming season. Oh, she is. Maggie's gone. You know, mm. there's just some major people that we oh. love out. Yeah. Um, but still, I'm still on it. Now, Robert Kirkman, who is the creator of Walking Dead, who's, who made the comics initially. Yes. He has said, this was just a few weeks ago, that he's bringing his series to an end. So, of course, you wonder, well, does that mean... The AMC series of Walking Dead. Is that going away too? Oh. And the president of AMC kind of laughed and said, oh, no, no. No. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? (laughs) This will go on forever. Pretty much. We might have some low ratings this last season, but it's still enough to keep it going. You know, for AMC and this, you know, some cable shows, some of the standards are a little bit lower. Yeah. But still, they know if they can turn this ship around, which I think they can. And they left things open for Maggie to come back, for Rick to come back. Um, he says, I'm not saying that the show will go 20 season, seasons, but I'm not saying it won't. Oh, God. Isn't that a great non-answer from the uh, network programmer there at oh. AMC? <laughs> All right, so there are 10 seasons, right? Wait, are they yeah, on coming the... coming is 10th. Right, on my birthday, it looks like the first oh, yeah. <laughs> jobs comes out. Uh, here's my problem with yeah. the whole, um, I don't know what kind of agreement they have with hulu some shows drop right away like i love that about hulu because if you want to watch the bachelor or any uh show that's normally like on network tv a lot of those shows are up at by midnight right away the next day and you get to see those right away walking dead will trickle those out whenever like they'll drop a season but it's way late and i i'm trying to 
not have too many subscriptions to things. So I use my sister's password to get on the AMC website. And they will have like just the last five episodes on there. And then they start to expire. But there's always a gap between what's on Hulu and what is on AMC's website. And it'll be like a whole season and a half. Mm. And so I have been waiting. There's a gap. I don't want to buy them because it almost forces you to buy them through the AMC website or through, which they, of course, get money for it through iTunes. Oh, and iTunes. Yeah. So I don't want to buy, I don't want to pay $3.99 per episode or even $2.99 because I don't know if that's going to be worth it to me. Why is it not up on Hulu yet? Well, it's just like they, they will trickle it out. So there's always a gap. And I that's that mm. irritates me because I want to catch up, but then I'm like, okay, I'm going to get to this point, and then I won't have anything until we're ne- into October. Like maybe when the next season starts, they'll drop the I don't know. Oh, that's a hurdle. And then I'm having your to binge. like rush, and I'm like, don't make it difficult for me. Don't try to milk every little dollar out of people. Hey, yeah, Just, you're the Walking Dead. Yeah, <laughs> you know, come on, <laughs> come on. Now, fear the Walking Dead. I've never watched it. Um, MC, my boyfriend, he. Just told me the other day, he's like, oh, Fear the Walking Dead, it's getting bad. I don't know if I can hang anymore. How many seasons is it's he It's getting into dumb. It? I don't know. I think he's, you know. He's caught up. Yeah, but he's like, I don't like this anymore. I don't know if I can continue, you know? Right. Oh, yeah. No, um, Angel watches it, too. Uh-huh. And he kind of watches it passively as he's doing business stuff. <laughs> yeah. And he's kind of said the same thing, too. He loved the first two seasons, right. I think. Yeah. How many are there? Is there like three, four? Ooh. Or is there more than that? There might there might be I think there are dead. more. Um yeah, I um not really sure how many Here, I, well season 5 seasons oh, it looks for, like. Yeah, 70 episodes. Yeah. yeah, so they're going into their 6th season. Yeah. Mhm. Yep, so wow. there's still and the transition with Morgan. I wonder how that went. I mean, I'm I have not watched yet, but, but yeah. Yeah, I I don't know. We'll see. I don't know if what that transition continues. you're talking about, but whatever. <laughs> oh, Morgan. Okay, he was in Walking Dead, and then yeah. he transitioned to Fear of the Walking right. Dead. Right. He's the big star on it, I'm assuming, yeah. right? Okay. Yes. Okay. Yep. So what is it? Is it a prequel? Not that I can't just look this up myself. It is. Yeah. So it's a prequel to Walking Dead. Okay. Yep. In a different area. Um, different I know it starts people. in a school because I did watch the first couple episodes and it was intense. Oh, okay. Um, before they really figured out how to kill them and, you know, what to do. So, uh, yeah, just just pretty much more of the same. So <laughs> just I wonder, characters. How, do you know how much time takes place between, like, the beginning of Fear the Walking Dead to... Are we getting up to the point where he meets Rick, is what I'm saying? Ooh. Is it going to start to overlap and they're going to stay with the same characters or is it just like, oh, no, this is these five seasons just span two weeks? Well, because they're in different areas, they could be concurrent. And because Morgan joined it, they probably have to be. Yeah. So I if anybody knows these. Yeah, please. Know. Yeah, please. Let yes, us know. Lead us. Dawn at Dark Lex in the Cities. Yep. You got it. Because we sound dumb, right? Yeah, right now I was like... (laughs) Well, that's what's interesting about when you start a prequel. At the same time, I don't know any other show that has that. Mm. A secondary show that's a prequel at the same time? Yeah. And they could, yeah, time-wise, sync up at some point. At some point, overlap. Yeah, because at some point, when when you see Morgan in The Walking Dead, uh, the way that they introduce that character Mm -hmm. um, is... I loved how they did that. Yeah. So to see how he got there uh-huh. would be awesome. But then yeah. then that does put them in the same kind of time and plate place. So, yeah, how are they going to do that? That's a great question, Don. I don't know. Huh. 
Seems like it has an, an end. Yeah, it's <laughs> clear. Does. Right, maybe the fear of Walking Dead will end before Walking Dead. But, you know, really, we don't see... Actually, they could still go on because, I mean, I'm just... Uh, once again, we don't know the timeline here, but they could overlap because he really just meets Rick and then they separate. Yeah. You know, they don't spend a lot of time together. It's just always that anchor that you want him to go back to. So then in The Walking Dead, when you finally did see him again that was very that was really heartbreaking right to and it see was where few, he came from it was some time yeah and i just love that character is one of my favorites yeah. the evolution of him and how he got to be the way he was and mm-hmm. and his son and wife and oh he works boy. that stick uh-huh uh, <laughs> <laughs> rick you know they've left the, the door open for nick i mean for rick to come back mm-hmm. uh, but i don't know if he if Andrew Lincoln will be interested. Now, he has signed up for the Walking Dead movies that will be coming out, but he also has a new movie coming up um, called Penguin Bloom. It's a drama. It's adapted from a a book by uh, Bradley Trevor, Grieve and Cameron Bloom, and it's also going to star Naomi Watts. Oh, so, yeah, they're married in in the film, and it's set in the northern beaches of Sydney, so there's some crazy horrific thing that happens um and he he helps so you know he might be doing all of you know he might just not come back to the walking dead do you think he will star thing well i didn't until i heard about this project Uh uh-huh because i thought you know sometimes you just don't want to leave when it's really good you know but then he it's working for him i'm just happy that daryl's gonna be on the show still and his dog is still alive daryl they were going to be in trouble. Honestly, so. when he, if, if he ever when, decides, I mean, because Michonne is now leaving. Yeah. The beginning oh. of this season, you'll see her leave. Oh, God. It's like a sinking ship. But, you know, AMC knows that mm-hmm. because they are highly promoting this motorcycle show that Norman Reedus does oh, really? on AMC. I'm sure they're like, please say, please say, please say, here's here's a show. Oh, gosh. How much is his deal? Oh, I mean, the more of the stars that leave, don't you think their contracts get a little... The better for Daryl. It's like or so Norman. let's talk again about how I am the sole survivor of this zombie apocalypse here. <laughs> yeah, people are watching for me now. <laughs> I've always, you know, he has a crossbow. That's yep. his main weapon. Yeah, I, you know, I'm such a logistics person. It's hard for me to go. Are you gonna run out of crossbow arrows ever? <laughs> I know he shoots people, then picks up the arrow, but sometimes they break. I mean, oh. how many? He's whittling all the time. I mean, is he, he has always to be. making new, like makeshift arrows? You don't really see Something him doing that, but you're right though. That's a, yeah. <laughs> I just sometimes want um, episodes that are like remember Behind the scenes when, when I have an issue with like where are they getting all these bullets? You know? Oh yeah. And, and people are like it was in the cave. The cave. Remember the cave of bullets? I'm like oh, oh sure, but those run out too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't and know. where are they getting chewing gum? Oh yeah. No, I I hear you. There's a. There's a lot of holes in The Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, now with the, the whispers mm-hmm. and putting the mask, you know, yeah. of the dead zombies on your face to keep them off. I was like, well, why didn't we learn that earlier? Yeah. I, Thora Birch, I guess, is joining the She's on the show oh, now. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just saw something about her with an ugly zombie mask on. I'm like, God, that is disgusting. Oh. Good for her as an actress to agree to be ugly and gross, yeah. you know? Hey, ching, right? <laughs> true. You got to make that money, honey. This is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, let's take a break. When we come back, do we have to? Uh, oh, let's talk about a proposal at a graduation. Oh. Is it appropriate? Should you do it? Hey. Proposing at a 
graduation. Is that romantic or is it selfish? Welcome back, Jason and Alexis in the morning. My talk 1071 at 646. Happy Friday morning. We are in a Friday kind of mood. Are we done? Yes, we are. So excited. Yes, Jason is in Duluth today. He'll be back on Monday. Um, But yeah, what this happened. (laughs) A guy in England. (laughs) He was at his girlfriend's graduation. Now, this is a big deal. She was getting her master's in English from the University of Essex in England, and which I said Oxford this morning, but mm-hmm. uh, either way, she's getting her graduate degree. Uh-huh. Yeah, that would be, yeah. I mean, if she's going to Oxford, that would be a really big deal, but yeah, either way, she's getting her master's. Exactly. So there she is. They announce her name. She goes up to get her diploma, and her boyfriend walks up on stage, gets down on one knee, and proposes. Oh. <laughs> she looked shocked, but happy. She did say yes. So Of course she did, because they, the pressure of the whole crowd. What is she going to do? Oh, can you imagine if she said no? The, I think, <laughs> see, my thoughts are, if, if a guy proposes in a public place, uh-huh. d- despite, I don't care, he might be the worst guy in the world, just say yes at the time. Oh. And then if you don't want to, later on in private, tell him no. Is that bad? No, I think you're being really considerate. Honestly, of feelings you don't and... want to disappoint him and embarrass him, right? Anyway, so this I mean, guy... but that would be the ultimate move if you really did want. If you're like, no, I don't want to be with you ever again. Oh, true. If you want to be out of the relationship that day, that would do it right there. <laughs> Oh, yeah. I don't know the dynamics of every relationship. I shouldn't say that. But I've always thought about that. You know, like, yeah, if it what did happen. Would, yeah. What would I do if I didn't want to do it? Well, the crowd went crazy. <laughs> of they course. They started cheering. People love public proposals. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, and so now the video of this is going viral. Mm-hmm. And um, a lot of people are criticizing him for <gasps> hijacking her moment, oh. making it all about him. Someone even wrote, graduating is a personal achievement. <gasps> We don't get many of those moments. So why are you so crappy? <laughs> <laughs> and you hijacked her moment. Oh, okay. And then the University of Essex, they posted the video to Twitter, but they got so much criticism that they took it down. Oh, boy. So the majority of people were not down with this. Mm-mm. I just, okay. I do understand what they're saying and what they're coming from. Mm-hmm. But dudes just don't have a lot of insight like that. They don't. They're just trying to make someone, I mean, I'm giving this guy the benefit of the doubt. Guys are clueless is what I'm saying. They don't think about the nuances of, am I stealing someone's moment away? Mm -mm. You know, that's why. Well, this guy for sure didn't. (laughs) He didn't. And, you know, maybe one of his friends should have told him if somebody else knew. Yeah, he might have kept that close to his vest. Yeah. Some people don't talk about it. But I think if I were his friend and I knew in advance, I might say something. I might go, Uh, like just for, like you would never want to propose at someone else's wedding reception. No, <laughs> I've oh actually seen that happen. Oh no! Yeah, and we were all like, "Oh my god, did not did they not get the memo that this is completely wrong?" It it's was their moment. Yeah, I mean they didn't do it early in the evening. It was a little bit later, so okay. most of the activities had already happened. Okay, but that still, makes it a little better. Yeah, but still, it was like. Oh. It's cringy, you know. Ooh. I didn't know the people, so it was a little, little different. Um, but 
Right, but his point of view, he's probably thinking, you know what? I have an audience. Her family is there. Mm-hmm. You know, he I can get to make this over with. Special. Right, with the you know now with all of the uh, the pressure to have not only maybe the right bling, but also to have a story to share. Yeah, and something that you mm-hmm. know is more grand than just come over here, honey. Yeah. Let's go walk by the river. <laughs> yeah. And propose there. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. It's Ugh. Yeah, it's just something that's always been funny to me. Like I was telling you yesterday, um you know, you're talking about you're pregnant and like I'm always fascinated with you know, my my uh situation wasn't the most ideal. Because I got pregnant in high school. And so yeah. there was a lot of anxiety surrounding it. And, um, you oh. know, I'll just yeah, say lots of questions. trauma. Yeah. <laughs> it was not a, a what real, to do. Yeah. It was just not a real happy time for me. Yeah. A lot of times there was a lot of stress with her dad and all kinds of things like that. So right. I'm always really probably overexcited and fascinated by people who get to experience pregnancies. And it's a super positive happy thing so i want to know all the details yeah, <laughs> and i'm right. really over like that's why i started bawling my eyes oh. out because i'm so happy for you you know yeah but the same thing like same. i won't ever get married so i'm not going to experience this mm. so i'm also sort of fascinated with the whole process of getting married you know and that like, for sure huh yeah <laughs> yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> come on okay uh, 651 on friday july 26 2019 yeah, yeah i doubt if that i'm not gonna have that Sure. And so um, it's just something that is fascinating it's to fascinating me. It's fascinating to see yeah, people's choices and why why they do what they do. I mean, we mm-hmm. kind of had a pretty um, public proposal. Oh, did you? Yeah. How did he do he it? He did it at Grand Casino. It was our Grand Casino story. Are you serious? Serious, yeah. But it was at a concert. Uh-huh. And remember that song, Elvis Crespo, Suavemente, yeah. which is the song that kind of brought us together because he was translating it. It was like, kiss me, kiss me softly. Oh, my gosh. On the boat when you work together. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And that's how you're standing there listening to this. And you're like, I would like to dance with somebody with this song. That's how yes. you both started really talking. And then we ran away from each other. And then later we ended up talking. And so it you was know, that that's song. History. Yes. So Elvis Crespo came to perform at Grand Casino. Now, this is before all of his hanky-panky, self-hanky-panky on the the plane, you know, with the blanket and all of that. But either way, I still love his work. So, you know, (laughs) you do you, but just don't do it on a plane. I mean, quite literally. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But uh, he was performing. And so Anil had worked out with the DJ who was introducing him. And yeah, he did it in front of everyone. But. You know, it didn't feel like it was taking away from anyone's moment because Elvis hadn't come out yet and he knew about it. Oh, he and, did? Yes. And then he, that, that was the first song he sang too, which was so, it was exciting and fun and like oh crazy. My God, and, that's awesome. Oh, but it, it wasn't at a so, graduation. It wasn't at a, another wedding. It, so you hold know. on a minute. Go back. I need more yeah. details here. Sure. So, so the oh, DJ I was such knew- a biatch that day. You were? Oh, I thought we were going to Duluth and here we are at a casino. And you're like, what are we doing? And I don't mean that in a bad way. No. It's just, you know, you in your mind, you're thinking tranquility by the lake. <laughs> we're having dinner at a specific place. You know, I just had it all kind of figured out. Sure. And you're like, why are we? Uh, you didn't even know you were going to a concert then. No. Or I just thought we were at the casino. Oh. And I didn't figure out until we're at the later. He goes, yeah, we're going to this concert. And I'm like, oh, I love him. This is great. Yeah. Just thinking that was the surprise. So then the DJ, like, who said it? Like, what what happens? Did you get up on stage? What? Yeah. 
Yeah, he said, you know, he's introducing him. He said, before that, before we bring out Elvis, I want to, there's someone who has something special. Oh, actually, you know what actually happened was he pretended they were doing a giveaway. Oh. We're giving away a night stay here at Grand Casino and two tickets to the buffet. And like, it was a whole like lover's package. Oh, oh my God. Okay. And on hell was the winner. And so he and came he said, up you on need stage to come up too. And you, you went up there. So you're on stage. Or I was the winner. Yeah. And then he followed me. And then, yeah. And then, oh my God. Right there. Did everybody go crazy? Yeah. Did you get to tell your story at all? Oh or yeah. No? When we came back. Yeah. Cause at the time, cause I was, I was working here. And um, I was working with Kevin Berger at the time, yeah. and I said, "Hey, I'm propo- I, I'm I'm engaged. I'm proposed. <laughs> I'm proposed. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. I'm engaged. Oh my gosh! And we shared this story there, but so at the concert though, like he mm-hmm. just proposed and everyone went crazy. But it wasn't like on Hill. Did he get on the mic and go? I met her. Oh no! Because it was- <laughs> of this song. Oh god! He did. Oh. A, he did a little bit of that, but it was he was brief and did it and. We cried and then. Oh my gosh! And then did off he we went. did the art? Did he say anything when he came out about the song? Or he the, said congratulations. Oh my god! And then he just started the song. Oh, were you a mess? Were I was. Like I was just well because he had told me. I mean, I felt horrible because you know I'm. You were a yeah. I was yeah. I mean, it was bad. And it, you know, when we left <laughs> the room, he was like, "You sure you want to wear that?" And I was like, "What? <gasps> I'm gonna wear whatever I want." Because he knew you were gonna be on stage right. and being. <laughs> You were getting proposed. I was getting proposed, guys, and I didn't even know it. He's like, oh, well, there's only so much I can say. Yeah, he's like, well, I'm in trouble. And he had already gotten flowers. And, like, he felt that he messed it up. And he was so sweaty. 